What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions, one more time. It's episode 53. My name is Danny. I'm Garrett. I'm Taylor. So, you know, we might have some new listeners. want to fill you in. Terminal Transmissions is a pop culture talk show. We like to flap our jaws about video games, TV shows, movies, science and tech, etc. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about Overwatch. It's true. <laughs> almost every episode, but not today. Not, not today or the last one. Uh, what we are going to talk about is a new character being introduced into the American Gods TV series, like mm. an original character for the show, uh, and how he looks fucking cool as shit. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a Twitter account from a Russian deep sea fisherman, and he posts all these fucking nightmare creatures that he pulls up in his nets. Oh, yeah. Uh, and basically every single one of them is terrifying. <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about how Star Citizen is actually fully changing engines, uh, fairly close to release, even though they've been in development for like four years. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the Alien Covenant trailer, which finally came out. Oh, shit. Looks spooky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So jumping right into it, we're going to talk about some American Gods. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, actually, not at all. Uh, American Gods is one of my favorite novels of all time. Um, <laughs> he likes them. Yeah, he likes his gods Americanized. It's true. So... I love this. I'm glad that a show is being made from this. I'm glad that it's getting like just super good treatment. It looks like it's going to be absolutely incredible. The cast is fucking 10 out of 10. Yeah, I I love it. And uh, Neil Gaiman's helping a lot with the show, which is, I mean, just the best thing that could possibly happen Uh, with any show uh, with, with like the creator on board. It's always a good thing, but especially if that creator is Neil Gaiman, because he's absolutely insanely talented. Anyway, uh, so this is really cool. So I guess we are going to get a little bit into a little bit of spoilers of American Gods um, from the book. Right. But not not anything crazy wild or anything. I think it's one of those things that people kind of just know. Right. Um, so the whole deal is that certain characters are gods. Right. Uh, and uh, it's neat because they're not just like the actual god. They're like an avatar. They're like a manifestation. They're a facet of a god. So, Mr. Wednesday, who is going to be one of the main characters in in the in the program. What what is his actor's Ian name? McShane. Yeah, Ian McShane is portraying Mr. Wednesday, and uh he is a manifestation of Odin. He is the manifestation of Odin in America, mm. but he is not Odin. Odin. Right. Uh he's just like an avatar, a representative form uh, of Odin. And and that's important to note. Um and la- like at the very end of, of the book of American Gods, Shadow actually meets a different manifestation of Odin mm-hmm. in a different place. So it's important to note that. So it's awesome because he's making Vulcan like a manifestation of, of Vulcan, but like the Americanized version of it. Right. So Vulcan is the Roman version of Hephaestus, which is the god of the forge, mm-hmm. god of fire, uh, all sorts of cool shit. And he's actually one of the coolest Greek, uh, like Greco-Roman deities for me. He's got some cool flavor that a lot of the other deities in that in that pantheon don't have. But anyway, so this seems like it's being taken to like taken to the limit by Neil Gaiman, which which I, I love. So this is I, I just wanted to uh, to read off the actual quote from the showrunner who, whose name is Michael Green. 
And he says about Vulcan, he's a brand new addition who came from an experience Neil had. He was going through a small town in Alabama where he saw a statue of Vulcan. It was a steel town. And as he told the story, there was a factory that had a series of accidents where people were killed on the job. And they kept happening because an actuarial had done the numbers and realized that it was cheaper to pay out the damages to the families of people who lost people rather than shut down the factory long enough to repair. <laughs> and, th- and that occurred to him as modern a definition of sacrifice as there might be. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Yeah, very that's cool. really awesome. I like that he's involved so much so that he's just like, hey, y'all, let's create a new character. Right. <laughs> yeah. This book that's already published and has this huge fan base that's successful. But yeah, I had this idea when I was driving through this town. Yeah, it, it is. It is absolutely amazing. And I, and I absolutely love it. But uh, furthermore, um, the other showrunner said Vulcan's the god of the volcano and the forge. And what is a modern day extrapolation of, of what that god could do? We started talking about America's obsession with guns and gun control. And really, if you're holding a gun in your hand, it's a mini volcano. And perhaps through this character, there's a conversation to be had. That's like my favorite thing that's ever been said. Oh, yeah. Because it, 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 it is. I'd never thought about that. But yeah, it is like a gun is like a miniature volcano. Right. And yeah, it does harness explosives. I love that. And so like that's the whole point of American gods is right. seeing these representative forms, seeing deities through a lens of Americana, if you will. I I, I don't know. But uh, I I absolutely love that. And so I love that they're taking it and running with it. And I hope they keep doing it. I hope they keep throughout the show adding in other characters that weren't in the books. Because the books mentioned a lot of people, but they didn't really have the time to really go into a lot of them. And so I think the show could do really well by doing that. And uh, I love it. I love it. I'm so pumped up about this show. Yeah, it should be super cool. Also, he's being played by Corbin Burnson, which is awesome casting. Um, I think it's great. He's going to be sort of like the god of guns, mm. which I can just imagine Corbin like playing that up perfectly. <laughs> right. I mean, like, look at all these guns and shit. <laughs> yeah. The picture, the promo picture is uh, Ricky Whittle, who plays Shadow, and Ian McShane, who plays Mr. Wednesday, and Vulcan standing in a room mm-hmm. surrounded by a bunch of deer heads. Yeah, and he's got like a leather jacket on. And like some slacks. And he just yeah. looks American as fuck. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> going to be it. really cool. I love it. I can't wait for this show. Yeah, it should be great. Uh, hopefully we get some more information, like some more trailers mm-hmm. or a release date, like an actual official release right. date soon. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. So this is pretty cool. Uh, this Russian fisherman, his name is Roman Fedor... Fedorsta. But no, no. Roman Fedor... Sav. Just forgive me. His name's Roman. Um, <laughs> Fedor Sav. Roman. He's, uh, he's, he's definitely going to ask you to go bowling with him. No? No, it didn't land. Sorry. Oh, come on. GTA 5? Cousin Roman like calls you like constantly asking you to okay, go bowling? I get it now. Sorry, guys. Never played that game. Damn. Anyway, Wild. so he's become quite popular on Twitter for posting these photographs of these deep sea creatures. Mm. Um, and they're at least for the Garrett's of the world, are oh, yeah. terrifying. Yeah, what the fuck? I, I'm, I'm not a Garrett. Well, I'm a borderline Garrett of the world, and I think they're all fucking sickening. <laughs> Just I think a, they're fascinating, honestly. They are. To me, they're both. Yeah. See, I'm the middle ground. Yeah. Because I looked at all of them and was like excited about it and thought it was cool, but I was it's also like, awesome. if one of those touched me, I would fucking kill oh, myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hate um, it. So I did, you know, dipped into some research, and um, it turns out that they're ugly for the most part. For a reason. Yeah. Then, you know, and it's not, they're, they're not just ugly just because. 
<laughs> I also I also found out that there's this cool thing where uh, I don't know if it's cool for the fish, but you're not supposed to necessarily take these creatures at face value because they have this thing called swim bladders, mm-hmm. which helps them you know move around in the water. Right. And when they a lot of them fucking explode or implode right. because of the pressure change when they right. Get brought so out. when they get up to the surface, they look completely different than they would underwater because of their swim bladder. Um, so that's something to note. G- give them a chance you know they no couldn't thanks. help it um, <laughs> i've seen videos of some of these fuckers underwater and they're still horrible uh, yeah so. yeah and N- not all is forgiven right <laughs> For well, me, none. So <laughs> what was what was that line not everything deserves to live yeah okay don't be mean so they oh. the <laughs> assassin's creed reference everybody go see it yeah so these aquatic creatures Woof. they live so deep in the sea that they have to adapt the way that they look in order to survive so because it's so dark um that deep uh in the sea they have to have huge eyes in order to capture any light so mm-hmm. that's often why you see the ones with like just bulging disgusting eye lo- eyeballs <laughs> um <laughs> it's because they it's so dark right so they have the big eyes because they have to be able to capture any present light in right. the immense darkness of the sea and they have really lean bodies which is why some of them just look so like skeletal gross and yeah skeletony because their meals come so few and far between right that they in order to live and persevere they have to be lean and skinny makes be- sense because they're you know their tummies are smaller they don't have a lot of good eating right this is called yeah. evolution and i thought this was cute i thought this was kind of cute they have long spindly legs because when they want to sit on the bottom of the ocean floor, it helps them to sit instead of sink into the mush. Oh, okay. Oh. Interesting. That's cute. They yeah. want to sit down and relax. I'm not going to lie. I thought that this was like a bit that y'all were doing when y'all put this on the on the, on the the form today. I was like, oh, I don't want to fucking look at these monsters. Danny sent this link to me like a week ago. And I was, I was like, I'm just not going to click on it. So just to give you a little backstory, Danny and Garrett have this ongoing thing where Danny will send Garrett like terrifying sea monster pictures videos just to antagonize him <laughs> yeah, I, have a, I have an irrational fear of aquatic creatures so here's the thing i have it too just not as severely as he does my sister also has it um and we have a couple other friends that have it so mm-hmm. we're all constantly just sending each other like my sister and i just send each other like horrifying giant whale mouth video <laughs> like just google like whale mouth open swimming towards photographer yeah i don't want and that and just send it to my sister I don't like <laughs> but it. she because and i have you like to torture the people she, that yeah, you love she and i have both gotten more so over it than garrett has so yeah. he's always the he always takes it the worst yeah but like my favorite ones are like Deep sea oil rig camera uh. captures fucking horrifying <laughs> jellyfish sheet swimming around underwater. Yeah. World's largest shark. Oh, uh, I don't like caught it. underwater Arctic nightmare. Yeah, <clears throat> well, and I'll just send him to Garrett. It turns yeah. out that they're ugly because they have to be. So you know, I feel like that's that's everyone. Cut. Everyone <laughs> speak for yourself. I'm you ugly because my life in sucks. The world. I was just kidding. That was that was a that was a bit. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't like aquatic creatures, and yeah, I, I honestly, I, I really didn't. When Danny sent this link to me, I just, I was like, I'd rather not. I think that's what was my response. Yeah, to you. something like that. I but just, I had to look at them fucking today. I was just scrolling through them again just to try to desensitize myself, which was kind of working. But one of them looks just like some weird fucking, not even a real creature. It looks like someone just made it up for like a it looks, terrifying. It looks Muppets. like a, it looks like a dick and a butt had a kid. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. With like weird teeth. Oh. A dick and a butt had a kid. <laughs> Terminal transmissions, everybody. Share us. Yeah. Check out our Instagram. We have a brand new Instagram. 
Yeah, Joking exactly. about had a kid at Instagram. Just kidding. That's, that's not. It. That's not it. No, it's yeah. TT podcast. TT podcast at Instagram. <laughs> Don't search that other thing. You might get surprised. Yeah, no hashtags not for the for dick work. and butt. That was and. <laughs> so getting on over into the video game world, uh, I wanted to quickly talk about Star Citizen, uh, which is a game that's been in development for like four years. It's like the biggest crowd crowdfunded project in any regard of all time right um because they've had multiple different um crowds f- funding like events over like mm-hmm. indiegogo yeah. and like kickstarter and like five or six different right. other things um so they just announced that even with the game expected to come out in 2017 they are completely changing the engine that the game runs on Jeez. and not only that but the next update it's already going to be done oh really so I didn't realize that. Yeah, they're changing to uh, Amazon Lumberyard, and apparently they've been working with Amazon for like a year, uh-huh. getting this all arranged. And it comes right on the heels of Crytek, which is the company that made CryEngine, which was the engine it used to run on, mm-hmm. um, announcing that they're shutting down five of their studios, and they're going to focus more on core technology as opposed to their engine. Oh, weird. I don't know if they're actually related but Crytek has been having problems for a while now. Okay. So it's very possible that the Star Citizen dudes were like, Ugh, Yeah, let's just let's, let's just start split working off. on switching this over because there yeah. was something like a year or two ago, there was mm-hmm. this huge controversy where Crytek wasn't paying their employees. What? Like the other employees were like tweeting like, Hey, I haven't been paid in like a month or like oh, my, no. paycheck, my, my paycheck's bounced. And this just happened again oh, like a month Christ. ago. Uh, and then, like, three weeks later... Where are like, they based out of? Uh, I'm honestly not sure off the top of my head. Oh, okay. But they were like, ooh, we're shutting down five of our studios, yeah. and we're going to focus on core technologies. Jeez. So, yeah, it's really wild. Mm-hmm. It, it, the whole the whole Crytek situation is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Star Citizen changing their engine completely. Yeah, dude. I wonder... I wonder if they're just going to try to keep it, like, as, as much the same as, as possible. Or if they are going to try to like spruce it up or something, it already looks fucking gorgeous. So I mean, I don't even know to what extent they could. Yeah, I mean, they talked about how Lumberyard, believe it or not, because Cry Crytek and CryEngine they made Crisis. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. really? Yeah, uh, they made Crisis, which was supposed to be all the different Crisis games were like the mm-hmm. benchmark for graphics. Every right. time they came out, it was like your computer would break. Right? Yeah, yeah. It couldn't run it. Like nobody could run it. Um, so it's it's impressive that that they're saying that Amazon Lumberyard can do more than Crytek. Now, is Amazon Lumberyard, are they the same people that are putting out all those other PC games that are coming out soon? Well, okay, so Amazon has a game studio now that's putting out all these games, but their Amazon Lumberyard is their own proprietary game engine. Oh. Um, I don't necessarily know if all of the games that they're making are being made in Lumberyard mm-hmm. because I don't know if they're the right kind of like type of game. Right, right. right. But they, they might be. Okay. Um, yeah, those games all may, might be running in Lumberyard. It would make sense. Right. Um, a lot of companies, a lot of studios do use other people's engines, mm-hmm. like fucking Frostbite and fucking right. Unreal obviously gets right. used for like every goddamn game yeah. ever. But if Amazon was trying to start their own studio from the ground up and kind of like really like push into the into the industry, mm-hmm. it would make sense for them to use their own engine. Yeah. And they're all PC, correct? Yeah. Okay. As of right now. I'm right. sure they'll end up crossing over oh, yeah. to consoles. Oh, yeah. Because it's cool. Amazon and they mm-hmm. control the world. <laughs> it's true. The, one day it's just going to be like a war between Disney and Amazon. Oh yeah, yeah. Tesla's going to get like bought up by fucking Amazon, and then they're just going to have like all the future tech. Oh yeah, yeah. It's going to be wild. Yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because I think it's super insane. Yeah, it is really insane. I'm really, I'm really curious to see how all these people that have dumped money into this project for four years respond. Right. Um, because it could potentially 
you know, it could, it, I don't know if it necessarily would harm, but it might change performance in some ways. Sure. Um, so I'm, I'm really curious to see what changes, what noticeable differences it actually makes right. to the game. And you said that their release date is the same? Yeah. So the release date was supposed to be this year and they pushed it back, kind of no man's guide it, being like, we want to do this right. Right. And like actually release the, the product we, we uh-huh. want you guys to have. So they pushed it back to next year mm-hmm. and they've said that that's not changing with this. Right. But like I said, they, they, this next update that's coming out, it's mm-hmm. already done. Wow. That's wild. Like when when people update the game the next time, it's going to be on Lumberyard and not on, on CryEngine anymore. Jeez. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really interested in this game. I, I wish that I could play it. Yeah, you're um, going to have to build a PC for that one for sure. Yeah, but it is it is an incredible, incredible looking game. Mm-hmm. It's I love the idea behind it. We've talked about it before, actually, like twice on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just really neat. I love, honestly, more than anything, I love that they've actually created a universe. Right, right, right. Like, uh, you should check it out. Say they, they actually have companies in the game that they've just created that make spaceships. Because that's the, the whole point of the game is just like flying around in different spaceships. And each company, of which they have several, they make like, well, first and foremost, like each one is is just like if you'd see like Ford and and, and Chevy and, and Porsche. And like, you know, from looking at those, just glancing, like, I know that's a Ford. It, yeah, yeah. I can tell that that's a Ford and Ford's kind of look the same. And right. Well, they do that with their ships. Nice. And, and even more so than that, they actually make commercials. Yeah. In game that are like in universe. That's so awesome. it's yeah. So it's like. It's not talking about it as like a video game. Yeah, it's, it's like, like come it, out and buy the new Glorfski 247Z with twin yeah. engines and bursts. Yeah. So uh, forgive me if I was confused, but so the employees that created Star Citizen worked for Crytek. Is that correct? No, no, no. no it's an independent company. They're just using their engine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Gotcha. So they're like, okay. Yeah, they're yeah. They're, they're jumping fine. Oh, yeah. ship from Crytek. <laughs> if anyone in the world in the video game industry is okay, it's fucking Star Citizen's employees. Yeah. Who? They're, what is their like? Who do they? What is their? What, it's literally like, like so, their bubble. What are they? It's literally like some dudes who were like, "Let's make this game." Mm-hmm. Oh, so they're like indie. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. But they've made like millions and millions of dollars yeah. in crowdfunding. Okay. People, people are still so even right now the game's not out yet, but you can like, you can buy with real money. You can buy packages which include spaceships, which will be in the game Jeez. that you'll be able to use. But some of them are like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And and there's people that are just like dumping them out, yeah, like dumping Dang. money in those the, the whales, the big spenders. Yeah. They're yeah. literally like, I'm gonna spend like five hundred dollars on like a big giant ship. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. I was like going through and just looking at the ships just because I was interested in it, just because I, I like stuff like that. I just like looking at technology, uh, even fictional technology, maybe especially fictional technology. And uh, it was showing some of the dollar dollar prices next to some of these ships, and I was like, fuck off. Yeah, like. And and the thing is, like, it's not necessarily like a pay to win because once the game comes out, you will be able to buy any of the any of these ships in game mm-hmm. with in game currency. That's good. So, yes, yeah, so you don't have to, but it definitely is going to give you a leg up. Right. It remains to be seen how much of a leg up. But, yeah. I mean, just the fact that you can literally start the game and just be like, oh, I already have King yeah. Dude ship number nine, and I'm just gonna run around and do whatever the fuck I want. Apparently, the most expensive ship in Star Citizen is twenty five hundred dollars real, Jesus. real American cash dollar money. Yeah. Well, and the game's not even out yet. Hopefully, yeah. those people that did end up spending that much money, you know, their shit isn't all different now. Yeah, I th- I think it'll be fine. I think if anything, it'll make it better. Yeah. I feel like I feel like probably they have enough time and enough money, and I I, I think they're gonna do it right. Yeah. Uh, 
from everything that I've seen, they're like the opposite of No Man's Sky, honestly. Wow. Uh, so just read this real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, a new ship was released over the holidays. This was in 2014. Uh-huh. So it might even be way worse since then. Okay. This is the most recent article I could find that mentioned most expensive ship. Okay. A new ship was released over the holidays, the Javelin, which went on sale for $2,500. Only 200 of these ships were made available, resulting in a profit of $500,000 or half a million dollars for the Star Citizen team. Each batch of ships sold out instantly within five minutes, and some by players within uh, by players' accounts within seconds. Uh, these ships are account locked. Uh, any ship above a thousand dollars is bound to the account. So while other ships can be sold, this is a lifetime purchase. And in addition, you are not allowed to sell um, Star Citizen accounts. Jeez, Dang. what is it? It's called the Javelin. Yeah. So yeah, people they, they released these two years ago. Two years ago, uh-huh. this game was like a, an alpha, basically. Right. And people already had like $30,000 spend. Jeez, Crazy. really? Yeah. I'm trying to pull up this Yavilon. $2,500. Oh, shit. Okay, that's dope as fuck, to be real. You gonna throw money at the problem? I mean, take yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've owned cars that cost, in real life, that cost less than 2,500 pounds, to be perfectly yeah, real. That's a digital thing. Yeah. It is cool, though. And it's cool that they have such a huge loyal fan base that's so supportive of them that they're willing to just like keep dumping money into this game that's not that's not even out yet. I I, I like that. I and I like I like what they're trying to do with it. Yeah. I'm excited about it and hopefully someday I'll have a PC that can play it. Yeah. Same. Fucking same. So in films, the Alien Covenant trailer finally came out. I'm very torn about this movie. So the trailer was fucking great. Yeah. It looks like Prometheus crossing over into Alien, uh, which yeah, is what it the is. The original Alien, yeah. Um, yeah, it was very... The trailer itself is very evocative of both mm-hmm. Prometheus and yeah, Alien. Absolutely. I love the Alien movies. Mm-hmm. I love all four of them, and I love Prometheus. I even sort of like Alien vs. Predator and Alien vs. Predator 2, just because I'm a huge fanboy of both fran- franchises. <laughs> the problem is that as much as i'm excited about prometheus 2 aka uh-huh. alien covenant i more want to see alien 5 right right the, the neil blomkamp movie yeah yeah which is on indefinite hiatus mm-hmm. because of alien covenant and because ridley scott's gonna make like three more prometheus right movies. that being said the trailer looks fucking great it does look great uh so we got a, we got you know a bunch of different little kind of like peaks of different characters and sequences mm-hmm. um it's got michael fassbender he's playing a new android uh called walter Mm-hmm. And then also he'll be reprising his role as David as well. Uh, we don't see David at all in the trailer, so I'm assuming at some point in the movie his head is just going to be talking right. for like five minutes, right? Which is a common theme in the Alien movies: mm-hmm. decapitated android heads talking. Um, that is actually something that's happened in like three of the four movies. Uh, that that four one looked so gross, like when it was like the one that was like upward, up upright. When they did like the head talking with oh like, oh uh, Ash in the yeah. first movie yeah 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 I, Ian Holm I, I yeah, fucking yeah. It's hated gross. And then he's, like, that milk as a kid coming out of his mouth yeah yeah I hated that as a kid yeah so for whatever reason the androids have like white jizz blood yeah uh, gross and whenever they're dead that's they go out of their way to just pump it out of their mouth like every time <laughs> yeah. in Alien Three uh, Ridley like resurrects Bishop's mm-hmm. corpus and like right. talks to it and it's fucking vile yeah uh, but anyway <clears throat> it's also got Catherine Watterson uh, James Franco apparently which I didn't know. Um, Guy Pierce is uh, reprising his role uh, as Wayland. 
Um, Billy Crudup is in it, which yeah. is great. Taylor's a big fan. That's my dude. Uh, and then Numi Rapace, which she was, for the longest time, was rumored not to be back in the Oh, film. really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Because uh, she was the main character yeah. in Prometheus. Uh, she It was revealed that she is actually going to be in it. Yeah. So I don't really know she what... she die or something? She didn't die. They escape at the end. Yeah, I thought, oh. I thought this movie was going to be like all about her. No, it seems like that's not the case. Huh. So what it kind of made it seem like at the end of Prometheus is that she was going to kind of like take it to yeah. the, the architects, her and David's I, head. And I was fucking pumped. But that doesn't seem like that's the case now. It seems like this is a new crew yeah. experiencing the same old, same old. Of yeah. Like, we are a crew of explorers <laughs> who get fucked up by some fucking xenomorphs. Yeah. It was kind of oddly similar yeah, in yeah. that regard. Like it was like, wait, y'all went to like a different planet, maybe the same planet. And y'all are just stomping around explore team. That's just going to get face hugged too. Yep. Come can on you, guys. Can you give me like a really short summary of Prometheus? Cause I've never seen it. And I want to, I'm interested. So at the very beginning of the movie, it's indicated that these alien creatures uh, basically initiated evolution on Earth and created humanity. Um, and then these archaeologists uh, start finding signs all around the world in different cultures of these, these engineer people um, indicating this star pattern and like, come find us, basically. Yeah. So they map out, you know, using a star chart where this is and they go to this planet. Uh, and the ship that they're on is the Prometheus because oh. it's like you know he took fire from the gods, right. etc. Um, <clears throat> so they get to this planet, they find this ship, they get on it. They a virus gets them, they turn into fucking mutants, and Ooh. they kill each other. And she gets impregnated with a, the first xenomorph, etc. And it basically mm-hmm. Numi Rapasta. Yes. Okay. Uh, and there's this fucking horrific scene where she gets in this like uh, medical, medical pod tube, and gets yeah. like a fucking. C-section abortion type thing where this machine like cuts her open and like pulls the alien out of her. But like she's awake. Yeah. She has like, like watching it happen. Like, so like reminiscent of, uh, the scene in the alien movie, right? Yeah. But it's kind of worse. Oh, how can it be worse? So in alien, when the chestburster comes out, you know, it busts out of his chest and then he dies like 10 seconds later. Right. And it's horrifying. and It's terrifying. Oh no, I was talking about the, the dream that Ridley has where she has the alien poke out of her tummy. Is that a dream? That is a dream, but it's still not. I mean, that's A, a dream. You're right. And B, it's that, like two seconds long. Like traumatized me when I was Oh, uh, buckle yeah. up. Yeah. That's the, uh, that scene where she's getting that fucking C-section by that machine and she's like awake and not like anesthetized is like fucking traumatizing. It's so hard to watch. Yeah. You're like on the edge of your seat, like sweating. Uh, honestly, there's like, there's like two or three parts of Prometheus that are actually like pretty rough. So yeah. did either of you super, super like Prometheus? I did. I didn't. Uh, uh, like when I watched it, I honestly didn't, and I and I, I will freely admit that. Upon like discussing it with Danny, like in depth, uh, over over like years and years later, I actually like do appreciate it now. <laughs> it sounds fucking cool. So the thing about it is, I'm a huge Alien fan to the point that I've seen every movie like ten plus times. I've read every comic book. I've read every novel mm-hmm. ever. And so nice. there's a lot of things about the movie that I just inferred without realizing that I was catching things that would be plot holes to other people. Oh, right. okay. There's a lot of things about Prometheus that like average Joe watched it and was like, why did that happen? I don't understand. Right. And then later, you know, f- five years after the movie came out, I was able to explain those things to Garrett and Scott right. because it just never even occurred to me that they were missing. Right. I was just like, oh, because of the thing and the schling. Yeah. What's funny about it is I had always fought tooth and nail against people that the movie wasn't bad and there weren't plot holes. I found a fan edit online that puts all the deleted scenes oh, wow. back in the movie. And when I watched it, I immediately was pissed off that those scenes were cut out. And then I immediately knew what everyone was talking about. Because yeah, so, there, there's parts of the movie that like, for me and for Scott, when we were discussing it, it was like, 
didn't fucking make sense. And it's not like we're dummies. Right. Like, right. it's just like, why did that happen? Why right. did this thing happen? Why did this make him do that? And then we're talking to Danny and Danny's like, oh, because the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, oh. Was I supposed to infer that? <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Dan, like, and I've never seen it. I actually want to. I actually yeah. want to see that that edit. You will be so fucking pissed. Yeah, you will be so. As someone who like didn't appreciate mm-hmm. what was missing, when you watch it and you realize that those scenes could have been in the movie, yeah. that they were completed. Mm-hmm. Not even like when you see an incomplete deleted scene. Right, it's like not edited. Right, they are fully complete with like CGI what? and like music and like everything. Has Ridley Scott like? spoken about this i have no idea really saw really scott's kind of an asshole yeah and he's like very like up his own butthole about like his like right. vision and his like right. fucking whatever well, grandiose he, he did he did uh kingdom of heaven too right yeah yeah, yeah. same way yeah yeah because it's the same thing in kingdom of heaven like kingdom of heaven's a pretty blah movie but if you actually see the director's cut which is like double the length mm-hmm. it is goddamn incredible it's one of my favorite movies top 10 so strange i wonder if maybe that you know just isn't his choice yeah it might it might and be like the studio or something prometheus yeah. where it's like I'll it's, it's see, a length thing i'll see if i can find that prometheus fan edit yeah again. do it man uh, and we should all watch it before alien coming fuck yeah. yeah do it but like garrett you're gonna like you're gonna be like needing to pause the movie and like rants about it yeah Yeah. because you're like why was that taken out (laughs) right right because basically every concern you had is addressed right and also the fucking like mutant dude Mm -hmm. like the like the real mutant dude right it's way cooler really it's way cooler dang so yeah oh i'm super interested now yeah it's it's there are parts of prometheus that i really 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 liked um there are parts of it that annoyed me Mm -hmm. uh like first and foremost, a biologist walking into a cave on a, on an alien planet and seeing a, an obvious alien organism that is oddly acting reminiscent of a goddamn cobra, and he's like, "Oh, let me just let me touch it." <laughs> and I was like, "If if Earth didn't have cobras, maybe I could maybe I could like forgive that." But you're like a bo- you're you're like a zoologist, and that thing's acting exactly like a cobra, and he tried to pet it. See, here's the thing. The reason why that doesn't bother me, and this has nothing to do with the movie, is that for you, mm-hmm. if you saw a cobra, you wouldn't pet it. But if you look at dudes like fucking Coyote Peterson on YouTube, right. or like fucking Bear Grylls, right. or like fucking, um, what's that, Steve Irwin? They literally would just do yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Fucking zoologists, people literally will just do that. Yeah, you're right. You're they right. will just like hang out with a bear and get eaten. <laughs> yeah, that's a right. thing that's happened a right. lot of times. Like, Pour dudes one are out just like, Steve I'm going to hang out with bears. <laughs> I'm going to just hang out with bears and get eaten alive. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. And Steve Irwin did get killed by Stingray. Yeah. You can watch that. Coyote Peterson finally works his way up to the bullet ant on YouTube. Really? Like Don't he went watch through that. The, he went through the index, the, like the insect sting pain index. Oh, Christ. Like getting stung Ooh. by like a velvet ant oh. and then like a like a warrior oh. wasp and then a bullet ant like over the process of a few months. Oh, Danny Christ. explained so, bullet ants to me one time and like told me about all the other ants and it was like just ta- him talking about it was just awful. So that specifically is why that scene doesn't bother me because oh. animal people will literally actually just do that and not yeah. even think about it. Now that you say it, I'm actually like all is forgiven because you're absolutely right. Yeah. See, it's just like so when you don't like a movie, just ask Danny about it and yeah. we'll just make it Steve, all better. Steve Irwin would just flip crocodiles over and like try to find out what their junk felt like in the wild, just like in a river. Right. That's true. It's so true. yeah, th- that dude touching a like a space cobra doesn't freak, and he had a spacesuit on too. Right. So, it immediately got fucked up. Oh yeah, he got but, told not to do it. So yeah, then I I, I want to say uh, jumping back to the to the Covenant movie, Alien Covenant, not the Covenant, not the Stephen Strait movie, <laughs> right? Sebastian uh, Stan. I will say that one thing that fucking got me in the goddamn trailer was that they got yerked. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
So in the fir- in Prometheus, there's like the alien organisms can 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 infect you via touch, and uh-huh. it, like if it touches your skin and it can it can glimpse into you, and it was getting in people's eyes and shit, and I didn't like that already, but in the fucking trailer, one they're airborne, and two it just like glimpses right into that dude's ear canal, yep. and I was just not liking that at all. Ugh. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, so basically the the engineers have some sort of bio weapon that mm-hmm. will mutate you into a living weapon. Mm-hmm. Like it'll get you. Like it so the snake thing that he was talking about was originally like a flatworm. It was okay. just like a worm and yeah. it gets mutated by the shit and becomes mm-hmm. like a living weapon. Oh jeez. Yeah. And that's where the alien comes from, the uh-huh. xenomorph. Is this shit gets you and just like mutates you until you are just a living weapon. Yeah. Just in like the perfect killing machine. Yikes! And so, I think that that is a derivative of that is probably that fucking glims glorms we saw floating up in its ear. Yikes! And that's probably the natural version of it. Right, it looked like it came out of some fungus mm-hmm. and it went into Billy Crudup's ear. Oh, I thought that was uh, I thought it was Walter. I thought it was uh, Fassbender. Oh, maybe. Yeah, either way, know. Billy Crudup gets spider faced. So either way, everyone's yeah. gonna die. But they, yeah. they they did like a backburster in in this one, yep. which we've never seen before, and that's wild. But we do see we do see an egg, we do see yeah. a face hugger yeah. jump, and it looks like it was jumping on Billy Crudup. He might not yeah. get, but yeah, the common shot. the common theme in alien movies is basically everyone dies, but mm-hmm. two characters. Oh, okay. That's, oh yeah, that's he's pretty common. super dead. Also, yeah. Also, Danny McBride is in it. Yeah, and he kind of looked like he had some serious scenes. Yeah, I, I, I'm pumped to see it. I'm, yeah. I'm pumped to see him actually do something else other Let's than the. See like, if Danny McBride has any other dimensions. Yeah, he has one character yeah, that he does crossed. incredibly well. But yeah, I, I'm pumped about it. I want to see it. Yeah, me too. I'm excited as fuck. But yeah, we got to all watch Prometheus together to get you yeah, up to speed. Yeah, that would yeah. be cool. Cool. Well, that was episode 53, guys. Yeah. Bye, sorry, y'all. I sound like shit. I'm sick. Yeah, me too. I'm not sick, but this is just I'm cursed. <laughs> You just naturally have a bad voice. It's yeah, true. It's true. <laughs> All right, guys. See y'all next time. Later.